Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Welcome. This is Mainline Executive Coaching. We are here today to assist you in your leadership development. Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, ACT, Action, and Cultural Transformation. Man, I'll tell you, Rich, there's, we just cannot get away from the fact that this whole thing of cultural transformation really hangs on leadership development. If your leaders are not developing, they're going to stay stuck, and so is the culture, and so is the whole process of the organization. So it begins with the leadership. Oftentimes, yep. the leaders don't believe that they have to do anything. No. They think they're just fine. They're, <laughs> yep, they've reached the pinnacle. We're good to go. Yeah, they have arrived. Mount Olympus. Let me, I'm going to rearrange things on the top of Mount Olympus because I actually know more than the gods. It's a tough position to take, but I'm willing to do it. Yeah, here, let, let me get that for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Yep. So we're talking about, um, we just noticed that, and this is unexpected uh, for a lot of leaders who come in and actually start doing the work in their own leadership development, that it is a whole lot harder and takes a whole lot more energy and, and effort than they ever, ever suspected. Yes. They just didn't realize that the effort and energy and the commitment that it really takes. So it's, we're looking at this idea, and that's if you go back and take a look at maybe the last 20 years, maybe 30 years, maybe going back to the 80s, there's been a lot of dumbing down of education. Yes. Lower expectations. You don't have to work so hard. You know what? You don't even have to take home homework anymore. We're going to relieve you of that pressure. No homework. Don't have to work. That, we won't even do grades. We won't yeah. even we won't even grade your papers or your tests. In fact, you know we're going to be so sensitive to you. We're not going to even use that red pencil anymore to mark your papers because yeah. we know it's so upsetting to you. Yes, it's <laughs> offensive that red pencil. It's offensive. Oh, it is just it is one devil. It's just awful. Yeah. It's horrible. And so there's been this tremendous dumbing down of culture and education, and probably in all honesty, a lot of people don't know it. Because they've been right in the middle of it, or they've yeah. come in the middle of it they, while it's been going on for a while, they don't—they're not aware of it. And so the result of that is there is this dumbing down of education, and I think also to the extent uh, dumbing down of leadership development, because that's what we're here to talk about. Yep. There's low expectations. There's—we don't expect you to do a lot. We just—we don't expect. I don't expect me to do a lot to be a leader. Yep. And so that's what we're talking about. 
are you being dummied down and will you remain there? Or are you willing to take the time, the effort, put in the energy to start smartening up? Yes. They get smarter than where you are presently because that's what leaders do. They're, they've got to be smarter. They just have to be smarter. That doesn't mean like I'm better than thou kind of a thing, but they got to be more on top of the game than anybody else. Well, you know, being better than thou, that you you just you you that kind of strikes a, a chord with me, because the leaders that we we know of that are at the top of their game have a real connected sense of humility. Yes, uh, of, of humility, and it's it's because they realize. This isn't just handed to them. You have to work for it. This whole this whole notion that you, that uh, everybody shows up, everybody gets a trophy, you know, everybody gets the the gold star, whatever. Everybody's a winner. In real life, that's just simply not how it is. It's not that way. Now, you may have grown up thinking that everybody's equal. You may have grown up thinking that no matter what I do that I'm going to be a winner going forward. I'm going to have all the skills, all the talents, because someone just simply said, I, I can't. And the fact of the matter is, when you get into leadership positions and you are holding other people's careers in your hands, you're holding not only yourself, but maybe your family's future in your hands. These are skills and abilities that we talk about with with leadership are no longer just a, a nice to have accoutrement or something to add to your resume. They're an absolute necessary tool and skill that you have to develop going forward. You mentioned something right at first, Michael. We are here to assist you. Keyword being assist. That means you need to do the work. Yeah. You need to do the work and you cannot sit on your laurels, let time pass by and not develop these skills and talents that you have to have in, in, in business today. The world's changing. Business is changing. You have to be even more on, on, on edge, on top of your, your skills and talents, developing these, these tools to help not only your organization, but uh, the people around you. Yeah, there's got to be a sense of inspiration. Leadership is inspirational in a lot yes. of ways. Yes. And and the only way to be inspirational is to be inspired, which means that you take the time to figure out how do you improve yourself, not just for your own selfness, but yeah. also for the team, for the organization. And that's uh that's it's difficult. It's it's you know, it what it really comes down to is this. It's learning those behaviors and those skills that you habituate to become the best kind of leader that you can be. You, that, that set of skills may be different for you than it is for somebody else. However, the routines, the practices of how that, go, that goes out, goes about and how that happens, they're, they're, they're pretty consistent, you know? You know, how do you field a ball? How do you throw, how do you throw a ball? How do you throw, pass a basketball? How do you hold a club? All those are kind of similar for everybody who's playing in the game. They may do it differently. There may be a slightly different stance to the way they do it. They may choose a different kind of club depending on the situation they're in. Or they may choose to pass the ball rather than go for a long three-point three, three point shot, right? There's right. all those kinds of things that go into the makeup. And so when you take a look at that, that effort, that exertion to become really, really good at something, 
it, it's it's surprising when you actually are demanded to go out on the court and do those things. When you actually enter into this, the development, we talk about yes. different kinds of things about just a real simple thing, real simple thing. Once we define through your t- testing you through the survey, what kind of a leader you are, what's your natural entry point, what's your natural uh, leader style, what's your greatest potential is another way to say it. What's your greatest potential? Once we know that, we can say, okay, based upon this, here's the kind of self-talk we're going to recommend that you start doing with yourself. Now, you wouldn't think that's such a big deal, but it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. You know why it's huge? Because number one, you'll be reading those things the way I talk to myself. We call them affirmations. Like, that one feels pretty good to me. Yeah, that one's me. I get it. Then there's this one over here. You know, I don't really know if that's true of me at all. You know, that's what we call a gap. Yeah. There was something in your leadership development that you just you just never, ever put in place, a gap. Then there are other ones you go like, well, I don't think that's me at all. That's really, like, uncomfortable. I don't see that. That's a derailer. So we've got these affirmations that kind of fit into these categories of, yeah. right, that one resonates. That one is just absent. You don't know that you have that. we got to put that in place and make sure that that's really working for you. And then this one over here, which is really derailing you, that one's, this is probably where you're sabotaging yourself. So when we start putting these all together in terms of let's get this unified, it's like a choir, you know, like, like a trio, you know, yes. a trio they got to be in harmony. They, they have made different notes and stuff, but they all got to be playing together. They're going to be singing the same song in harmony. It's like, let's get your great stuff going on. Let's get the gaps taken care of and get their derailers. Let's get them turned around. And if we do that, now we've got this, this leader who is resonating, who feels powerful, is authentic, is performing at a high level, and is able to lead their teams at a higher level. But if all these three aren't working, if some of them are working against you, just think of it this way. Let's say a third of you is doing well. Third of you is like not put together, just not there. Let's say another third of you is really screwing things up because you just don't know, right? So now you got one third of your power working for you. The other two thirds working against you. Do you think that's going to create stress or do you think that's going to create confidence? Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And just taking that on, just taking on those those aspects of just really something simple, something really simple is really hard. <laughs> it's it's very hard. And you know what? Uh, and all of us who've, who've been in these positions and maybe senior leadership positions or had a lot of people that what that uh, we were responsible for in the workplace. You've get, you've had those days and I know you have when you get up in the morning and man, you just like. I don't want to go there today. You know, um, there's a lot of problems going on. I'm not quite sure how to overcome this. I'm not quite sure where to turn to. You know, and the nice thing to have in in situations like that is not only the skills and talents to understand what's causing those stressors, but also maybe a coach. You can call up and say, hey, man, you know, I got some issues going on. What can I do about this? Right. What can I do about this? How can I overcome this? What's causing, you know, these stressors? Because I'll tell you what, if you continue down that path, and I've seen this, I've seen this. Matter of fact, I've been there. If you continue down that path without help, without understanding, it just feels like the world is on your shoulders. It does. It really does. It's overwhelming. It causes health issues. Uh, It causes 
you know, st- stress is not only in, in your business life, but stress is at home, stress is for your family, stress is for your friends. And there, it, it's not necessary. Even That's what we're trying to tell you. It's dog. not necessary. You can stress out your cat and your dog if you're not. Absolutely. Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Even your parrots. Your parrots. They're, oh. Yeah. You know, yeah. Michael, uh, I think maybe we ought to just let him tell this. we got a great guy that we've been working with, right? CEO of an organization who has gone through some of this training with us. And uh, I think instead of just talking about him, he's been a, he's been a, a CEO for 25 years, worked in his organization for 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 that long. Great guy, but just yeah. recently went through some training with us. So I'll, I'll tell you what, let's just add that in right here, okay, and, and, and let the folks here listen to that. That sounds good. So we'll cut to that in a few moments, then we'll bring you back and then we'll discuss this and finish it up. Yep. Good. My takeaway from this has been that I have uh, a higher level of confidence in who I am, and I believe it. Um, the, the I am statements, really understanding my leadership style, um, some of the attributes that I have, also recognizing uh, the ability to to bring out the derailers um, of those strengths, recognizing them and and allowing myself to be more courageous and pursuing the the positive aspects of uh, my leadership strengths. So more, much more confident in who I am. I know who I am, and and I believe it. So, what do you think about that? I think he's right on. I think Jason is absolutely right on as he talks about what he went through this journey. He was already pretty scored pretty high yeah. in a lot of different leadership traits. There's this is a man that's got a lot of talent already. Yeah. Yep. And he's done some things on his own to get himself there. But I think there was kind of an awakening for him as he started realizing, wow, okay, now I'm getting it. Now now I'm really starting to see it. And uh and he talks about being more confident. And he says, I know I'm more confident. And he says false that because I know who I am. I know who I am. Yeah. And that's a big point. You know, just real quickly here, the way they teach leadership now is completely opposite to the way that they taught leadership in the past. Yes. What they focus on now, we talked about this a number of time, times, are the skills of leadership. That is not the way leadership was trained in the past. Yeah. In the past, historically, for thousands of years, thousands of years, they focused on character. We understand this guy can do this or this person, this woman can do this. Can we trust them? I mean, that's that whole thing of, you know, uh, the play by Shakespeare Caesar. You know, there's a guy that he could he could do it. He was very, very capable. But they didn't trust him. That was the problem. They just didn't trust him. So what we look at is this kind of classical way of approaching leadership training is let's get the character right. Because there's plenty of people out there that have got those skills, but oftentimes they burn out or they sabotage others and their leadership. They 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 just tank other people's careers and, and or entire businesses, right? You know that one person we talked about three businesses. She's just tanked. Yes. How does that happen? Absolutely, and kept going up the ladder. Yeah. I mean, markets, multi-million dollar markets. Yeah. Yeah. So getting it right and knowing how to get it right and being willing to do the work is so essential to your leadership character. 
Because if you got the character right, if you got the the, the ethics right, if you got the the work and the tenacity the tenacity stuff right, the other stuff, those other skills we talk about, leadership skills, that that's pretty much a snap. The hard stuff is that core stuff, getting the stuff right. That's that's yeah. in the internal stuff, and so that's what we focus on yes. to a large extent. How do we get that right for you, so that then we let you out of the cage? Most people are working in cages. We're going to let you out of the cage. And for for all here's you know I got I got I'm going to rant for a second, Michael. Sure. I'm, I'm going to rant for just a second because we've talked to a lot of chief people officers, a lot of directors of human resources, a lot of C people who all are right now coming back with this excuse. Well, it's just not in the budget, or. Um, we, we, we're not thinking about that right now, about leadership development. Or, you know, let's talk about this here in, in a few more months. You know, I'm just not ready to talk about that right now. You know, what is wrong with you? Seriously. Because I, I got to tell you something. Right now, the millennials and then we got Generation Z, there's 30% less Gen Zers than there are millennials out there. That means... Even with the the pipeline that most companies have, which is very slim for senior leadership positions, and they say only eight to ten percent of the people you may have in your pipeline, however big that is, are capable of moving into senior leadership positions to keep your company moving forward. If you're not going to do something about this now, not only for yourself but the people in your organizations, who is going to do that? Who is going to do that? Now, I'm not saying this just because of us or our business or our coaching or whoever is coaching. The fact of the matter is, is the world needs great leaders right now. The world needs great leaders. Business needs great leaders. And if you're not going to do it for yourself and you're not going to do it for your company, then the problems down the road rest on your shoulders. You know what this reminds me of? Yeah. It reminds me of uh, the emergency people, uh, EMTs, uh, yeah. firefighters. It reminds me of policemen and soldiers yeah. uh, when they say, well, um, you know, we talk to leadership people and talent training people and HR people. Well, we don't quite have it now. We got, we'll look at it later on. You know what they're really saying is we're scared. Yes. We're scared. We're running away from it. Most people run away from, you know, the fire, the danger, the bullets. They just run the opposite direction. Yeah. Then there are those few people that run to the danger. Yeah. That's what smart leaders are doing now. Yeah. They're seeing the danger coming. The danger is not going to go away. It's not going to disappear. They're running to the danger and they're going to do something about it. Yes. Yes. They're they're doing something about that. Yep. That's leadership. That is leadership. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I don't know. I don't even have another word for it at this point other than this leadership. But I'll tell you what. Time is going to pass by whether or not you do something about it. The simple question is going to be in a few months from now, in a few weeks from now, in a year from now, where are you going to be in the same place saying, well, I'm probably going to get around to that. We'll probably figure out a way to get that in the budget to develop our people. We'll probably, uh, you know, take some time and take a look at maybe our ABC players here in uh, six, seven, eight months. 
that is a complete waste of time, waste of effort. And quite frankly, it, it puts you and your organization that much further behind. And here's what it is that they're in denial about. It's a very simple question. What's it costing you? Yeah, exactly. What is it costing you? If it's costing you now, and you know, we can do some things to kind of take a look at what it is actually costing you and say it's costing you this much per quarter. It's costing yeah. us this much per year. Well, if you put it off for another quarter, is that cost increasing, staying the same? Is it decreasing? No, it's increasing. Same thing for six months, same thing for a year, two years from now. The cost is not only going to continue at the rate, but it's likely to increase. Yes. Not only the cost of what you're not getting or what it's costing you just not to perform at the level that you want, but it's also costing you opportunity. Because yes. you're not performing at the level you should, there's opportunities that you're going to miss out on. So is it going to cost them? One way or another, it's going to cost you. Yes, it's going to cost you for leadership development to train your emerging leaders. Absolutely. But if you don't do that, we're, our assertion is it's going to cost you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 times more. Oh, absolutely. And th those aren't just numbers you, you, you're pulling out of the air. It's yeah, statistics. Those are real. Those are yeah. real numbers that will cost the business, people's livelihoods, careers, all sorts of strange stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we just encourage you on that happy note. Yes. <laughs> now, now we're back to being happy. <laughs> Get a hold of us. Come on. Let's have a discussion here. We can help you out. So how do they yeah. do that? Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com. Go on there and you can get a hold of us. Yeah. MichaelBailey.com, RichBaronExecutiveCoaching.com. So I just gave you three easy ways to get a hold of us. And now the ball's in your court. If you, yeah. don't, if, if you can't do that, if you can't go and click your mouse a couple times, type in a couple things I just told you, boom, there it is, you know. Ten minutes from now, you can be sending us an email. That's right. Or go take the MLEI. Yep. Powerful. Amazing. Can't fail it. So. But you'll find out a whole lot. But those people, that's just a note here, people down there in Katy, Texas, they've been hit with some tornadoes. Houston area have. So. Holy smokes. You know, our, our very best to you folks down there. Whatever's going on, hope it's okay. Hope you're okay. And business is there. It's still functioning. So our best to you. Yes, absolutely. So until next time, take care of each other, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again very soon. All right. Spread the word. All the best. Hey, take care. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbaronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.